You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. So, folks, there has been a lot that has happened since the last time we talked. I know it's only been about two days, but, I mean, between us looking at at the, the pickup of Dillingham, Robert Dillingham, in bat in men's basketball and between the top four win that happened in women's basketball and when you go over those two you also would be remiss to not talk about uh some things that happened at the men's basketball game that need to be talked about there are some things that flatly happened that i i got receipts i got proof of it and i don't like looking at who we are and, and having to castigate anybody or having to say, you're being ridiculous, you're not making sense. But this is one of those moments where it just has to happen. It just, it objectively, it has to happen, okay? So, and also, correction, it's not, it wasn't a top five matchup. Indiana was number six. So, we got a 66-58 win over number six, Indiana. But first, let me start off with the huge, huge get of Robert Dillingham for the uh, 2023 class. Now, I know, I know, we've been burned a few times with Coach Keats getting top recruits, and then they vote for the G League, or they just never show up on campus, and they they just can't get to campus for whatever reason. But here's what I'm I'm looking at here, okay? Robert Dillingham is the second highest recruit that we have ever had in program history. Number one, Dennis Smith, Jr., and for all that people would say of Dennis Smith Jr.'s pro career, he was actually very, very good for the pack the one year that he was here. He was really good. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Was he worth the sanctions and all the things that came behind him? I would argue no. I would argue no. But he was an 18, 6, and 5, 4.6, so basically 5 kind of guy. 18, 6, and 5. To me, I, I if, if that's what... I'm looking at here. I live with that. I live with that. If you look at all of our top um, five, well, four of our top five highest recruits ever, highest rated recruits ever, in the recruiting era, by the way. This is in the recruiting era where there is rankings for players, um, composite rankings, all that good stuff. And the um, the the scale that Chapel Fowler used was from, I want to say it was uh, 24-7 sports. Yeah, 24-7 composite ratings. Um, so, obviously, they weren't around back when uh, Jimmy V was here and all that. That's that's just not how that works. But anyway, number one, Dennis Smith Jr. Number two, Robert Dillingham. Number three, C.J. Leslie. Number four, J.J. Hickson. Number five, Rodney Purvis. Of that top five, all of the top four were very good for the pack. Were very, very good for the pack. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no way around it. Those guys did what they needed to do. Okay, Rodney Purvis was a little bit different of a story, but hey, you live with that. I don't think that anybody shoots 100%. And even then, 
if you look at the guy right behind him, it's it's some some guy I don't I don't know it's, uh, some T.J. Warren character. This is a huge get for Kevin Keats, not just because Dillingham is a baller, not just because of that, but it shows even with what's going on, as far as not knowing what's with the NCAA sanctions, what what the penalties are going to be levied or whatever the case may be, he has still found a way to recruit just star-level players, not just under-recruited gems like a Tequavian Smith. This is this is the number ten, number eight overall player in the country for his for his uh, graduating class. So everybody in their mama was knocking at his door, and we landed him. That is man. Coach Keats has this program going in the right direction, and I mean it. And I mean that Coach Keats has this basketball program going in the right direction. And if I'm lying, I'm flying. But at the end of the day, when you look at what he has done, when you look at what Coach Keats has done with this team, I'm not saying that he has worked miracles and he's just been a, a, a indomitable force and we're now at the top of the ACC every year. What I'm saying is, if you're talking about moving in the right direction, he's done that. Getting this program moving in the right direction, he's done that. He has objectively done that. Again, the situation that he had, was handed was very tough. But yet and still, he's found a way. He has found a way time and time again. The Some of the situations that he's been given are unique to the, the era that he is coaching in. Because again, in the 90s, there was no go to the G League. In the early 2000s, mid 2000s, 2010s, there was no, oh, I signed here, but I think I'll just go to the league. That wasn't as common as it is right now. And looking back at those situations, most of those players would have benefited from a few years in college. A vast majority of the guys who we had commit to us that then just left up and disappeared. Could have been... And this is not to disrespect anybody. This is not to say, oh, these guys are trash because they made this decision. But seriously, if you if you tell me everything that you with everything that you know about Jalen LeCue's current situation, if you tell me, oh, there was it would have made no sense for him to come to NC State. It would have made none. I I would just ask to ask for you to explain why. That's all. I, that's all I would ask. Why? Because at the current situation, at the current pace, there is, this is a player that was super highly rated that is now kind of kicking around the G League. I mean, that's the reality. Yeah, he's been recalled a few times. Yeah, sure. Sure, Absolutely. But what I'm saying is, you don't think that he could have benefited a little bit from coming to college, having a couple years. No? Okay. If that's what you think. I, the Josh Hall. Josh Hall. What If you tell me, oh, there was no, no sense in him coming to NC State. None whatsoever. Okay. I mean, again... 
this is no disrespect to the young man. Not saying that he is buns, not saying that he is trash, not saying, oh man, this guy, yeah, I just don't want to see him at all. But this is a young man that has been on two, two-way contracts, that has been waived, that has, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with him or, or where he is right now. I, I don't know. There is no news about where he's playing at recently. And you don't think that he could have benefited from a little bit of of time in college? Really? Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. He's with the uh, Toronto Raptors affiliate, uh, Raptors 905. So that's that's where he is. Again, you don't think that these guys could have benefited from a little bit of time? A little bit of time in college? A little bit of time with less pressure? having the ability to uh, figure out their games a little bit, having the ability to kind of fill out their the holes in their game a little bit. I am all for players going to get paid, players going to get their money. I'm, I'm all for that. There is inherent risk in every decision we make in life, right? The simplest decisions. And when you're talking about these players, you could be looking at situations where, of course, worst case scenario, they come to the university, they get hurt. Now they don't even get to kick around the G League. Sure. That's possible. What's also possible, they come to state for a year, two, maybe three, and they get better and they get better and their game gets more polished and they add new things to their package. They learn new things that they're good at, not good at, da 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 They do that in a non-professional environment where, oh, so you're, you're not really good at that thing? All right, we're going to send you down to the G League for a little bit. Oh, you're not good at that thing? Okay, well... I mean, everybody playing at this level is millionaire. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and go a different way. But thanks for your time. You don't think in, in, in professional leagues, they look at what can you not do? The applications are that wide, right? And not applications, but you get what I'm saying. The amount of people who want to be professional athletes, extremely wide. The amount of jobs there, finite. It's only a certain amount. NBA, G League included. Only so many. In college, they ask, what can you do? Because if you can do one or two things really well, there's a spot for you on a college roster where you can then build upon those to go from two things you do well to two things that you do well plus three things that you've gotten pretty good at. Two things that you're just like, this is your bread and butter. Three things that you're like, oh, okay. He's added that to his game. I like to see the improvement. I like to see the growth. But again, not to make this a, a super long thing about why players should have come to state, but the fact of the matter is Coach Keats has had a situation where he's he's been in a, a tough battle against circumstances that no other coach has ever had to deal with, and he's figured it out. So kudos to him on that. Kudos to him on that. My hat goes off to him. Again, this is it's beautiful to see. I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't geeked up about that signing. And I'm betting this one actually touches down and plays some games on this campus. And if you're a better, go to betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the new website and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, next thing we got on the docket. The women's team in the top 10 matchup against Indiana. The team that put us out of the tournament last year. A revenge game for Kayla Jones. She was hurt last year in that game. She didn't get to participate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, folks, she did this time. 66-58 win in which Kayla Jones was our second leading scorer. 17 and 11, double-double. Add in a block. She did her thing tonight. Or, I'm sorry, she did her thing that night. She really and truly did. It was great to see. It was really, really good to see her out there absolutely balling. I mean, listen, there is, is no way around this this team just has so much depth, so, so much depth, that it, it's, it really and truly is a matter of who's hot on what night. That's, that's who's going to get the call. That's who's going to, you know, be, be requested to make it happen. That's going to be the situation there. And I'm not mad at it. I really and truly am not mad at it. Diamond Johnson has been a scoring force as per usual pretty much. Um, she led, she led all, she led all score. I'm sorry. She led the Wolfpack in scoring with, uh, with 19 points and, um, 19.6 rebounds, three assists, three steals. Again, she, she played a, a pretty good all around game there. This game was one we saw, we really and truly saw a full complete team effort. We have four players in double digits. There was, uh, like I just mentioned, Diamond Johnson, Kayla Jones, Raina Perez dropped in 13 as well on a very efficient three of six, um, three of six, but 13 points because she also went six of six from the free throw line. You had Alyssa Kunane doing Alyssa Kunane things, 11 and seven. Uh, she fouled out, but she she played a pretty good game. She really did. Mackenzie Holmes gave her some trouble, but all in all, we got the win. There have been times this season where I've been a little I, – I don't want to say down on on Alyssa Kunane, but there have been some moments where, like, it's like, eh, we got we to gotta pick this thing up. We really and truly got to, you know, just show a little bit more, do a little bit more than what we're doing if, if you're going to be uh, the star of the show. If you're going to be the, the, the hot ticket player – Got to be a little bit better. Got to be. Because at the end of the day, that is that is what is... There are going to be times where you expect your stars to win in winning time. 
really and truly. There are going to be times like that. And while I do think that Diamond Johnson is a future star, I don't think she's the player right now that when you want, hey, it's winning time, I need somebody to go ahead and, and do that, do the, the winning things. I am not sure that you would you would prefer her to uh, Alyssa. But again, there's a lot of season left, and I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, oh, I'm freaking out because she's not putting up great stats through X amount of games. There's plenty of time. There is plenty of time. Um, but all in all, she has been wildly effective, not a serious drop-off in, in most departments. She's been playing good ball. She has been. Okay, there's, again, this is not an indictment of her. This is not saying oh, she's a bad player now. I mean, there have been more blowouts, so she's playing less minutes so far. I'm sure that she'll start to really uh, click and get it rolling going forward in the season. But but so far, there really hasn't been um, any, like, really big notable, like, oh, wow, this is this is is what I love to see games. And you know what? Let me not even say that. Let me not even say that because that's kind of disrespectful and disregarding what she did against Maryland because she did really good work against Maryland. So let me walk that statement back. But I would like to see the version of her that played against Maryland a little bit more. That's that's what I will say. And that Maryland game was huge. So, again, let me not disrespect her. Apologies if it did come off that way. Miss Kunane, you've been balling. You've been balling. Uh, and we're not even into the part of the season yet where things are super intense and, and we're going to need you to be the star regularly. And you know what? The track record is there. You've been doing it for three years. You've been uh, uh, 16 and 8, 16 and 9. You've been that. Let me not say what you can and can't do because you've shown definitively you're a baller. And, and so, yeah. But again, seeing the the herd that played against Maryland, that's what I love to see. That's what, what I think is this team's best pathway to success because, yes, the depth of this women's basketball team, amazing. You have players everywhere that can give you a bucket, a bucket, a bucket, a bucket. Players everywhere that can do that on this team. As shown to you by, like I just said, four players in double digits this game. Four. Last year in the tournament, I want to say we had maybe two. Maybe. So, you know, this, this team doing good things. Doing good things at the end of the day. If we're looking at players who who shot below 40%, all of the players who took six shots or more shot above that. So, again, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They really and truly are. And I think that we're we're starting to see the, the defined or the roles being defined a little bit better. Diamond Johnson being the, the sixth player off the bench, You've got a very good starting point guard in Raina Perez. You've got Kai Crutchfield, who's going to be your two guard. Jakia Brown-Turner, who's going to be your wing. Kayla Jones at the four. Alyssa at the five. You, you're starting to get that kind of ironed out and, and settled out. And so now it's time to keep going, keep this momentum rolling. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, a season opening loss to South Carolina was bad. Wasn't the worst thing in the world. Wasn't the worst thing in the world. And this team is truly just picking up and doing what they have to do. They've done it ever since that game. So there's there's not too much more that you can ask of this team. There really isn't. And that's that's exciting. That's super exciting. But now, 
there's something that I need to get to, and I'm going to get to it before we close because, again, I, I need to to truly talk about this and really get into depth on how ridiculous this is. But another thing that is ridiculous is how great Built Bar is. Built Bar is here for you throughout these holiday seasons. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, and they have so many flavors. You have a hard time choosing. Will you go with raspberry or mint brownie or cherry or double chocolate or cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? It doesn't matter. You can't go wrong any way you go. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to do whatever it is that you need to do. Hanging your holiday decorations, picking up the tree, whatever it is. And people are passionate about their Built Bar favorite flavors for a reason. So tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. And you could even dip your Built Bar in, into piping hot cocoa, let it melt a little bit, and give your beverage a little bit of that Built Bar flavor. Like some of those marshmallowy treats that are around for holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs, all right? So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. So there was something that happened that, again, needs to be addressed here. The uh, the NC State beat writer for the News and Observer, Jonas Pope, I had him on a show before. Good friend of mine. I do uh, the the I do his Twitter Spaces with him every game. Every game I show up, do the Twitter Space with him, co-host, and do the X's and O's with him. I am flabbergasted by there is a fan with a bag over their head at the Nebraska game. Now, that's part of it. That's that's part of what was nonsense here. But some of the comments, some of the quote tweets, I just, I don't understand. I really don't. I really, I'm, I'm really and truly shocked. Some folks are saying, oh, is it football season yet? Come on. Come on, man. Come on. And, and this is all stuff that I'm reading. In real live time, the next person said, won't be the last, need to develop an offense more than pick and roll because we don't have anyone who can do it effectively. Uh, Someone else replied to that, he won't or can't. His ego may be too big because all the greats adjusted and developed different styles for when their go-to plays don't work. I I don't, oh, and then the, the, the worst one of the group, might be worse than the low years. To which, to another fan's credit, they responded with a screenshot or a screen capture or a picture of the record of NC State under um, Sidney Law. Now, here's the thing that I need folks to understand. There is something seriously wrong with some, some people who call themselves fans or some fans. Let's just... Acknowledge it. Some fans. This team is six and one. Enter that game five and one. 
Even if your argument is we beat cupcakes and when conference play starts will be terrible, which, by the way, conference play starts tomorrow against Louisville. Can't wait to recap that game. Even if your belief is we're a bad team, we're going to be bad, all these, these things, okay? Why show up with a bag on your head? And we haven't even, like, we're five games above 500. We have one loss on the season. Can you at least wait till the losses that you believe are going to roll in come in? Can you be patient enough to at least let you believe that you know something that everybody else doesn't? Sure. Can you at least wait till those losses roll in? And then, might be worse than the Sydney Lowe years. Let me read off Sidney Lowe's conference records here, okay? Or record in conference play. 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 6 and 10, 5 and 11, 5 and 11. This man's best finish. His absolute best finish was 4 games below 500. That was his absolute best, right? Now, let's look at Kevin Keats in comparison because, you know, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I'm all right with that. I'll never tell y'all I'm above being wrong, but Kevin Keats has never finished a single season below 500 in conference. 11 and 7, 9 and 9, 10 and 10, 9 and 8. Is it perfect? No. Is this where I would like the program's endpoint to be, per se? And granted, I, the endpoint is a very, I, I don't know if that's the right word, but is this where the peak of what I want the program to be? No. But again, the question becomes, what's the dating market like? Who, who do you get to replace Coach Keats? And not only that, the reality is Coach Keats has been really good with everything that's been given to him. How many coaches have we seen come in under sanctions and just crush it? Come in under the reality of recruits thinking, I may not be able to play in the tournament and crush it, especially in today's transfer portal G League world. Get a grip. Grow up. Grow up to fans who are, again, if your opinion is, Kevin Keats is not the guy I want better. I'm fine with that. I'm, I don't have a problem with somebody wanting better than what we currently have, somebody wanting more success than what we currently have. Even though I think that that's a little unrealistic and not tethered to reality, sure, I'll let that one slide. But coming to the game with a paper bag over your head, defending that action by saying this may be as bad as the low years, what are y'all talking about? Based on what? Based on what? Again, Wolfpack Nation, overwhelmingly, y'all are amazing. But wow. Wow, this really just, come on. We've got to do better. A team that's 6-1 and one being treated like this. A team with a guy who has been ACC Player of the Week and has only elevated his play from there. You treat like this. What are you doing? What are you doing? And again, the majority of you all are great. The majority of Wolfpack Nation, really great. 
if the guy who wore the paper bag over his head is hearing this, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. If the guy who said, hey, this is almost as bad as the Sydney Low year, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. But everybody else in Wolfpack Nation, keep thriving, keep doing what you do, keep being realistic. And, and by being realistic, I don't mean selling, but just having expectations that are based in reality. Having expectations that are not these lofty, high ideals that just, they, if you look at what the empirical data is telling you, they don't make sense. I mean, come on. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate y'all every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you.